this crazy dream About some folks who love this country Who all began to dream the same dream And when the morning came There arose across this nation People thinking one and the same And they awoke to find their freedoms And all their liberties Had gradually been taken away And when they realized the danger To their posterity I heard those patriotic people say We want this country back Welcome back, folks, to the second hour here of the Concord Lantern. I want to thank those of you that have been with me for almost 30 years now. There's quite a few of you, especially down in Georgia and in Mississippi, Louisiana, and up in Michigan, um, especially around Battle Creek, Michigan, and Dexter, Michigan. I want to thank you all for staying so loyal to myself and also to Jeffrey Bennett. As you all know, Jeffrey Bennett um, started with uh, John Stapmiller, the Republic Radio International, many years ago, along with Mark Cornkey. And Jeffrey Bennett now has been with um, RBN now for quite some time and actually uh, had them invite me over interview and decide to give me my show here. So many years ago, I started off with the Concord Hour, um, and that went on for over five years until Ted Gunderson, of former FBI was really good friends with a young whippersnapper down in Austin, Texas. Uh, you all know him as Alex Jones. And Alex Jones was invited to come up on Republic um, Radio International out of Battle Creek, Michigan, but he had one condition. He didn't want to spend three to five years building up his listening audience. He said, I will come on Republic uh, Radio International uh, out of Battle Creek, Michigan, on one condition. I want to have the primetime slot that Maggie Rose has, that she's already built up this listening audience for over three to five years. And so that is basically what launched, as you all know, he's called AJ, uh, well on his way to for becoming, uh, I guess you would say, the household word that he now is. So uh, basically it was the Concord Hour that was his launching platform, and then a few years later, you know, because I've been bringing Captain Joyce Wiley, uh, uh, she was a registered nurse in the Air Force Reserve. She came on every Wednesday with me doing the Concord Hour. On Wednesdays, we did medical update talking about depleted uranium and uh, the forced anthrax shots on our soldiers. And then from there, she went on to Genesis Communications, where she started the Power Hour. But originally... Uh, both Captain Joyce Riley and myself, having both of us been prior military, had actually started off on the Art Bell Show. And that was kind of where we first were heard of for the very first time. But I want to thank, you know, uh, now deceased John Statmiller, Mark Corky, and Jeffrey Bennett, who's here on RBN, for actually giving me this platform. And um, I will be hitting my uh, 30th year anniversary here very shortly. Um, over the last few years, as you all know, those of you tuning in right now to this hour, uh, Daniel and I have had an ongoing uh, relationship, friendship, he and my husband and I and his wife for the last few years. We've basically been in a lot of contact the last seven or so years, and it all started right about the time that 
uh, Robert Lavoy Finnegan was assassinated uh, on the orders of Kate Brown, then governor of Oregon. Um, Obama was good friends with her. He sent the FBI and mercenaries uh, out to Oregon to help her and the state troopers basically uh, take down the constitutionalists, the people that were Christians that were asking for family and and land rights. And um, basically, Robert Lavoy Finnegan was considered a threat. And so he was murdered. He was assassinated uh, by the deep state and by the people basically we call in the cabal the New World Order. Now, Daniel here is talking about, he's been talking about the deep state. He's been talking about what really went on in January 6th. And Daniel, I'd like you to pick up what your last thought was there, because I think you're right. A lot of people don't understand this octopus that has been basically tearing down America starting around 1871, but especially, I would say, the last 80 years. Do you agree? Yes. Yes. It, it, it goes back to what I said at the beginning of the show, where these Intel NGOs privatized. And instead of um, continuing to look outward, they created a network that looked inward. It was a really an illegal surveillance um, operation that continues to this day in full swing. And people need to understand that as much as there was 250 approximate FBI people, whether they were agents, like I said, or sources, voluntary or registered, it doesn't matter. They were part of this operation. Um, so, yes, what you're saying is true, and most people don't know it. When, 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 as we got more and more into this, then realized how big the deep state a.k.a. the deep state was, it even took us by surprise. We don't, mitch, we don't miss much. But I will tell you one thing we did miss, and that was in the 2020 election, um, I said the 2016 election, the Dominion server and Hammer and Scorecard was taken out of play. And had that not have been with you know, with all, all the cheating that was going on, Hillary Clinton would have been able to steal that election. But because of that, um, she was not. And one major uh, helper um, that we went to was General McInerney. Now, in 2020, we did miss something that we should not have, and we apologize to the country because we shouldn't have, and, and it cost the country dearly. And that was, where was the hidden Dominion server in the 2020 election? And we found out basically a couple hours too late that it was hidden at um, Naval Station Siganella in Italy. And if people go back and read about what happened there in Italy, they'll see many people you know, were killed who knew about it. That, that, that op at Siganella was wholly created and run by former President Barack Obama and the Secretary General of the European Union. Without fail, 100% fact, played a major part in the election along with the mail-in ballots. And the reason they took a week with these mail-in ballots because of COVID was 
it was a landslide victory for Trump. They needed that much time. They'd bring in ballots. They'd realize, oh, my God, it's still not enough. So they had to buy more time. Now, what I'd like to do is this information right here is pretty much known information, but I wanted to do the background so we can tie it all together. Now, let's go back to the border. I said if if the courts don't stop Trump with these frivolous civil cases and criminal charges, uh, I don't see how logically President Biden can get off on sloppy handling of very classified information where President Trump had it secured in Mar-a-Lago. That's not for me to decide. I'm just saying with the 80,000 hours of, of tape, it will exonerate President Trump. He needs to get these. Now, I'm not a lawyer. His lawyers can figure it out, but they need to get these. Um, and I don't know how they will do it, but Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, is the key. That's where they need to go. Now, how they do it is up to them legally, but it needs to be done. It exonerates President Trump. It exonerates all the people that are in, in jail illegally, held without bond or legal representation. It, it's flat-out treason. Now, let's go back can to the, the speaker. Board. Can the Speaker deal with that? I mean, one of the questions yes. I've always had is how strong is the Speaker we have now? I know he's better than McCartney. If we had had Jim Jones, I think Jim Jones is even stronger than the current uh, Mr. Johnson. But I think Jim Jones was just so honest and so in your face. We're not going to put up with this crap that I think that's why so many Republicans didn't want Jim Jones in, because a lot of the Republicans are captured operation as well. Are you talking about Jim Jones or Jim Jordan? I'm sorry, Jim Jordan. Why was I saying Jim Jones? I meant Jim Jordan. That's okay. There's a lot of information here. That's why we're kind of going slow. I'm going to try to step it up a little bit because I want I want people to have an opportunity for questions. So I'm going to let's take this back to the border because this is the next phase. And and, And Daniel, the border is what Jim Jordan was fighting so hard about. And that's what I don't understand. Because Jim Jordan was fighting for the protection of the border. Why did so many Republicans oppose his coming in as Speaker of the House when he could have actually helped the Republican Party and could have helped seal up the border. Why is it they attacked him on that? I, honestly, I, I don't have the answer to the question, and I don't speculate. So I, okay. I can't answer that question. Okay. But irregardless of that question, let's tie this into what's happening today. We now know that Trump has his hands filled, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. He gets these 80 hours of of intel. It exonerates him, and it also puts a lot of people in prison for treason. That is a fact, 100% fact. Now, what's going on at the border? What started, as as I stated, was strictly a means of getting illegal aliens in so they could join the Democrat Party and the deep state 
could hold elections that appeared to be democratic, but yet there was such an there would be such an imbalance in the total volume of Democrat or liberal voters versus Republican or conservative voters that no Republican would have a chance. Right now, as it stands, there's a tremendous imbalance. So any conservative uh, politician has got to make up for the deficit in the sheer numbers of voters and then be so popular that he wins and can avoid get past the cheating. So going back to the border. Now, the deep state's never going to give up. They cannot allow a populist president like Trump to derail what they need to do as far as the currency and things like that, which I'll move fast and we can get into it. So what's the next step? What's happening at the border? We said a year ago before there was any of this going on, I said to you, there's going to be massive rioting in seven major urban cities in the United States by illegal aliens they're going to cause havoc like we've never seen before. Looting, destruction, fighting, crimes galore, violent, violent crimes. And nobody believed us because it wasn't happening. So why would it? Well, because it's another operation and it's a big operation. It's probably the most important one happening behind the scenes. The illegals now have been tasked with something else. And that is for countries, and I'll use the example Venezuela, because that's one that might resonate with people, especially in New York City. What they're doing originally was getting males from whatever country to go through the border, bring them, spread them out to these major urban cities where the minority vote is really going to matter. And now these minority voters are switching to Trump, which makes it even more important. So the plan is this. Very simple. They're getting these gang leaders, for example, from Venezuela. They are bringing them back through Soros money and other money and NGO money. They're bringing them back to the border. And then these people, these gang leaders, are recruiting people from their own country, for this example, Venezuela, and they're putting them on an all-male bus. It's documented. They're going back to New York City to the different boroughs where it is now their job to do something entirely different. And that is they want a low turnout in these urban cities, which will affect Trump kind of as a takeover plan for the COVID that doesn't exist. So why why would an illegal alien who gets his freedom from another country come into the United States and then purposefully commit riots, crime, looting, just overall bad things? Why? Because they're being paid. They're being promised citizenship. And most importantly, they're being promised that if they get arrested, they're being released without bond, and then they have instructions and will be paid to leave that state immediately and go to a sub-state. 
the substate for New York is Los Angeles. The backup plan was, I think it was Albuquerque, New Mexico, or Georgia. So that's what's happening. Now, as we get closer to the uh, DNC um, convention, this is what's going to happen. If Trump looks like he's going to win the nomination, and by all intents and purposes, it looks that way, all the court, although the courts are, you know, could play a major role without these 80 hours of, of intel, these people are going to be triggered to cause riots, which will take safety away from these people to go out and vote. It'll lower the minority vote. It will affect Trump. Now, also, if that doesn't work, the next phase of what we call Operation Switch continues, where if the riots break out in these seven cities like it's planned, it gives President Biden the choice of declaring martial law. Not saying he will. I'm saying it will give him the opportunity, which opens up a whole can of worms of what he can do as far as the, the, the election. That, that seems like common sense. And I think uh, people can now see what's going on at the border. So I will tell you here and now what 100% certainty President Biden will not close the border. He can't close the border. He's under orders not to close the border, and he never will. He'll come up with a plan that's meaningless where he may change, you know, the, the amount of people to come in to 5,000 a day, which is ridiculous, and they may have to appear instead of in 10 years, in six years. It's all meaningless. It's all propaganda. And you'll see the president come out and say, yeah, I put together a comprehensive plan. It's the Republicans and, and the, the bought and paid for media will run with it. And they'll say, well, the Republican House doesn't have its stuff in order. This is all programming. It's propaganda. People have to understand that approximately 95% of what they hear on the news or read in the news is propaganda. Most people want to believe people are good people. They want to believe that Walter Cronkite type people are still telling the news. Well, these people who sit behind a desk now as an anchor, they're not telling the news. They're following the hot sheet narrative. That's right. exactly what they're doing. And it's nonsense. And people need to wake up and realize that there are bad people and bad people in very powerful places. And they need to work together. But let's forget about the working together stuff right now. Let's talk about what's going to happen. Okay. Now, let's talk about what's going to happen. And then also <laughs> what you recommend people can do. Because people want some answers. Because if you feel some confidence of what you can do, there's not going to be able to be the fear mongering that the government's trying to do. Correct. Correct. Now, let's move on. I told you what, what these illegals are doing. I told you why 
President Biden will not close the border, which he should uh, for the Americans. He will not change the amount of people coming in because they need them to cause the distraction and, and pot potential riots that will affect the election. The next phase, if that doesn't work and President Biden seems like his health is deteriorating, um, we broke it nine months ago that President um, President Biden, um, everybody knows he's, he's not well. And I'm not being critical of, of, of him personally. I'm just, it's obvious that he's not well. Uh, when you see him on a good day, um, Maggie, we've all heard the story of the clones of Biden, where I don't, I don't believe that is true. What I, what I know to be true is that the pharmacy inside the White House is being raided in unprecedented um, situation, and the president is, is being given amphetamines to basically give him the energy he needs to go out and focus, because that's what drugs like Adderall do. They help you focus. They give you energy. The downside to that is, let's say they do that for a speech, and I'm very interested to see the State of the Union, because I'm sure he will be jacked up on amphetamines. What people need to watch is the few days after for those medicines to get out of them, and you'll see him in his worst condition because that's what happens with, with these. So that's what's happening with the current president right now. And it's, it's sad because, as you know, we don't take sides either way. We provide information. Now, Operation Switch, what is it? If President Biden appears to be deteriorating more, and it's obvious to everybody that he's physically unable to make a second term, the plan is in effect where President Biden could announce that he will finish his first term, yet he will not seek a second term. What does that do? Very simply, it stops Kamala Harris from becoming president, which they will never allow her to be president with the exception of the death of President um, Biden. So, in Operation Switch, what happens? Well, Karl Rove said that somebody like a Hillary Clinton or a Michelle Obama or a Governor Newsom could not get the nomination. Again, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, my team were not constitutional scholars. However, there really is no precedent set. And what you saw in San Francisco, I think just yesterday, where they allowed a Communist Party member who was not a uh, citizen of the United States to join the San Francisco City Council, just goes to show you they can change the rules as they go along. Now, there is a basic uh, rule that uh, somebody who's running in the caucuses and primaries to get the nomination, if a president declines to run, needs 15%. And there is nobody who has that. So there, legally, it's in uncharted waters. Now, with all the, the theft and all the shenanigans going on and all the illegal activity going on, we're here to tell you 
that in Operation Switch, they will replace President Biden not as the, they will not give the nomination to him. He will either voluntarily say what I just said. He will not seek a second term, but he'll finish the first. And the delegates will, uh, delegates and superdelegates, although they don't call them superdelegates after 2018, that doesn't matter. They will choose candidates that they think have a chance. And, and that is, in our statistics, we believe that that is a very real possibility that that will happen. I would suggest to people that they watch the three names I just put out. One person basically hasn't left their house in four years, but after um, after Putin's contender for office was found dead in prison, whether he was murdered or died of natural causes, is really irrelevant to my point. Uh, the day that that happened, uh, Secretary, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was in Germany with his uh, wife, uh, Naval Mayall, if I pronounced it correctly. Right. Well, person, a person that's been in their house for four years, basically out of politics, except maybe behind closed doors, is now all of a sudden out in the in the world at the highest levels and it is our position that she's campaigning now michelle obama has now alluded to the fact that she has presidential aspirations and we're not saying these people are good people or bad people that's not what we're saying we're saying this is in the plan it's a very real possibility, and Newsom is the other one. So whether this happens or not all depends on accumulation of factors. The civil and criminal courts, the Supreme Court, who looks likely to prevent the civil war and rule in Trump's favor, um, should this 80,000 hours come out, it'll exonerate Trump. Um, we suspect that President Trump will get the nomination and things will turn around. They will get worse for him, but then they will get better. Mike Johnson is the key. His lawyers can figure out. He, he, Mike Johnson now has the full power and authority to release this evidence. And intelligence committees on, on, up, up in Congress, up in D.C., have seen and heard much of this data, and we verified it through many people that what I'm saying is true. Now, what we're going to do is in just a minute, Daniel, we're going to go to a break, and then after the break, we're going to have Andy from Texas come up, and he's going to have either a question or a brief comment to make. So um, one of the things I did want to ask you, do you believe the Republican Party is finally going to stand together in unison, are we going to still have some of the GOP split in half? Well, if I was, if I was in charge of the Republican National Committee, which I think there should be a change yesterday, because the person who's in that position now 
hasn't won anything since she was put there. I I would replace her immediately. Um, I say again, excuse me, I got distracted for a second. You know, I think the Republican Party will get its act together. I, I think that Speaker of the House Mike Johnson should absolutely stop and not bring to the floor this um, this bill to fund Israel and Ukraine as it stands. There is absolutely no reason why President Biden, with the stroke of the pen, can reverse what he did on day one and reinstitute the stay in Mexico uh, program. And he can eliminate the border problem in a day. That That's a non-issue. That's propaganda. Nobody should believe the, the media uh, on what they're telling you. It's all a lie. And whether or not the Republican Party, you know, further unites, um, Nikki Haley is staying in there purely because she's being paid by a lot of Democrat donors to stay in there uh, in, in promises of future political, you know, progress in their personal life. Uh, but, it, you know, if I was running the uh, Republican National Committee, I would have her, I would have her get out of the way. So President Trump, I could We're going to go to a break, Daniel. We'll be right back. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Health Simple with Colorado Shioji. Fact bit number one. What goes in must come out. Whatever we ingest, breathe in, or transfer by contact must be expelled. Expelled directly as burned calories through perspiration, respiration, or expelled via urinary and gastric channels. Every element that is not properly used or removed by our bodies become toxins. And toxins, as we know, are causal to every disease and ailment. Toxins are what makes us subpar, unable to be at our best. Be your healthy best by cleansing your body of daily and deeply embedded toxins. Live stronger, and we hope live longer. Shilajit, legit Shilajit, that is, like Colorado Shilajit, is perhaps the greatest homeopathic whole body remover of toxins made by Mother Earth. Look for the Gold Mountain and Medical Symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Hi. 
Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Welcome back, folks. Ooh, I love that music. That's dancing music. Anyway, folks, you are listening to Right Now Republic Broadcasting Network being brought to you out of Texas. I am your host, Maggie Rose, and you're listening to the new Concord Lantern. I have on with me my guest, Daniel, one of the White Hats, who is former military. He has been working basically uh, with groups of uh, various people across the uh, spectrum um, and has been following much of what's been going on in this country, he has actually been able with his people to prevent the deep state from getting the full um, foothold as they tried to do in 2016. Uh, we have Dan, Andy right now, Daniel, in Texas. Andy, do you have either a question or a brief comment you want to make for Daniel? Well, I have a question, and then I have a brief comment after that. But, hey, you know, thanks, Daniel. You, you got a lot of good information there, though. But at the beginning of the show, you were talking, well, it was probably 15 minutes in or better. You were talking about that they had planned for this January 6th insurrection 10 months prior to that, which means that they also had to predict what Donald Trump would do if he had nothing to do with it, that he would call for a stop the steal march or something like that. So it kind of insinuates to me that this was all kind of a plan. And, and I, I don't, I don't want to take away from, because you did say that Donald Trump was, uh, you know, he, he snuck in there and whatnot, and I tend to not agree with that, but that doesn't mean we still can't have a conversation. Uh, the thing is, is that if, if they planned for it 10 months prior, and then that means they knew they were going to steal the election 10 months prior, and if they could insinuate what, what uh, Donald Trump would do about that, that means there might have been some connection there, that, that this, this might have been a screenplay. Um, it, it's a very good question, and let me try to answer it. Let me go back to your comment about did, um, former President Trump, the sneak in there portion. Um, Donald Trump talked about common sense, which we haven't seen a lot of in U.S. politicians because they're all owned. So a populist president who simply talked about common sense, Occam's razor, the simplest answer is usually the best. He basically just told the truth. And at that point in time, the country was ready for somebody, you know, to tell the truth. They were really sick and tired of all the bull, for lack of a better term. Now, the 10-month the operation, 
of course they 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 planned on stealing the election. There's no way the deep state could carry on with Trump stopping stopping World War Three, and um, continuing you know to take away everything that they had planned for for years and years and years and years. So uh, as far as the operation goes, that was a combined effort to. Um, Future can be unpredictable, so remember that. However, Donald Trump, by all all means, looked like he was going to clearly win the 2020 election. So as they were trying to steal the election and do these different ops and whatnot that they had done for the last 70 years in Central America, Latin America, um, different sections of Europe, they're very good at what they do. So provided they were successful at what they were doing and could steal the election, they were setting him up so he could never run again. That's what that was all about. Now, did Donald Trump several months beforehand ask people to come to Washington on January 6th? Yes, he did. So, you know, that kind of fell into their narrative of their game plan so it didn't help out his cause. Did he cause insurrection? That's that's a, that's something that every American has to, you know, weigh the facts and, and intelligence. Now that you know basically what I've told you, and everything we deliver is verified and verified and verified. And if you don't know me, Maggie can can tell you that we give 15 predictions a year, and when they come out, many times people say. Oh, that's just crazy. We announced that there would be a Mideast war with Israel. We, and we said it would be World War III if it wasn't handled properly. And it will be World War III if it's not handled properly because the United States has a major problem. And that is the dollar is very close to be becoming not the world's reserve currency. And if that happens... The depression that will fall on the United States will make the 1929 Great Depression look like a picnic. We'll become worse than a third world country, probably have a civil war, and it's a disaster. So right now we've got the BRICS nation trying to come out with their own currency. It's taking hold, and Biden is doing, and, and, and when I say Biden or Trump, I don't don't read into anything you think I might think about who who I believe should be president or whatnot, because that's not what I do. I, we we provide intelligence and we sort out everything that other people can't find and we bring it to the public so they can make a logical decision. Um, I hope that helps you. Did I answer it? Well, hey, did I answer all your questions? Yeah, well. Well, you, you, you kind of did with the Donald Trump thing. So he knew that he was going to have us. He knew they were going to steal it, and he knew he was going to have a stop the steal, uh, 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 you know, million man march at the at the Capitol or whatnot. But here, let's follow up on that. The January sixth, you spoke about uh, Ashley Babbitt being shot and whatnot, and there's some several questions about that. There's several videos out there, and I, you know, who knows if this is AI or if they're just whatever. CGI, 
but there's some stuff about that. But there was four other casualties that day, and it was yes. at the hands of the uh, Capitol Police, and they were shooting yes. rubber bullets, and that got the people all ticked off, and they marched yes. up to the, where these people were standing on a platform. And there's several yep. people, there's videos of people giving other people CPR and stuff, and we never hear anything about that on the national news, nor did we hear about it from a lot of the uh, uh, alternative media and stuff. What do you know about that? Well, that's a great question, and it ties into what I said about the 80,000 hours of tapes. When I say it has every communication over any every police radio, every Secret Service radio, every FBI radio, it has every communication, and there were, there were so many cameras put in place that are normally not there. Those cameras were how they went back and made con- convictions. It was all staged. So everything was put in place. Yeah, so and you know, you remember, go. remember that Trump was also telling people, um, "Please be peaceful. Please be peaceful." He was constantly saying that, and we found out later that many of the Antifa Black Lives Matter. Uh, not only was the FBI and the CIA dressed as Trump supporters infiltrating to cause chaos, but we actually have pictures and video of Antifa and Black Lives Matter taking um, shirts out of their backpacks and donating on Trump paraphernalia and putting it on and then walking up the barricades while Trump is still blocks away giving his lecture and they're actually being weighed through by the uh, the Capitol Police officers. What's interesting, what a lot of you don't know, Andy and Dan, is the fact that JC and I and my son were actually in Washington, D.C. a couple months prior to that in November we were there for the Stop the Steal march from Freedom Plaza to the steps of the Supreme Court of the United States. And when I saw the videos later of many of those thousands of hours of tapes, I actually saw some of the same Antifa Black Lives people that I took pictures of when I was next to the Supreme Court of the United States. Those were the same people that now we have videos of putting on Trump hats and, and blazers and storming the Capitol. And I don't know who to turn those pictures and videos over to, but I need to do that. We have now, we have Andy. Uh, thank you. If Andy I can interject, Texas. Maggie. Yes. Maggie, if I can interject, because I want to help this gentleman understand and everyone else understand the 80,000 hours of, of documented, digital, everything. Everything is in those hours. Yes. We were, we were, I can't tell you how we were fortunate enough to see some of it. And no human being with any common sense at all would not come to the conclusion that this was actually treason. It was. That was committed. It wasn't just an opposition. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer were very much at the head of this with the help of the financing of George Soros and Klaus Schwab. Now, we have Francis in North Carolina. Francis, you have a comment or a question? Hey, folks. Uh, A quick comment and probably a question following suit. One, uh, it was even with the 80,000 tapes or whatever of Intel or whatever that you called it, uh, even without that, it, this whole scenario was treasonous to begin with from the get-go. Anybody had to see what was going on, regardless of who did what or anything, 
what was done to them was treasonous and an outrage. Now, whoever you think is going to present this eighty thousand uh, plus uh, uh, hours or uh, videotape or whatever have you, the question is: Are they actually going to display it to the public for their information or not? Or they've been bought and paid for? Because, quite frankly, if that was actually revealed to the public, it would be a bombshell that went off and made a nuclear explosion look pale by comparison. Because the people would be either so numb to what they're seeing or think, oh, it's just a uh, conspiracy theory hoax or whatever have you. Uh, They're going to try and find some way to shrug it off and call it a a bald-faced lie. So there's a a two-edged sword. Pardon? No, no, it's it's a great, great statement by you. And when I say 80,000, it's not 80,000 tapes. It's 80,000 hours of tapes, um, statements. It's everything. Now, you to to follow up on what you said, who's responsible for bringing it out? Solely one person, Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. So the reason, and you don't know this about us because I don't think, based on your comment, you've, you've heard of us before, we come forward with intelligence that really a lot of people cannot get. And it's risky to bring it out. So we don't come out a lot, but now is the time that Maggie will tell you there's been four attempts on my life since 2018. And one time, Dan, what we've been trying to do is protect you and your family, because not only do you have background in the military (coughs) and certain areas in the military that JC and I are aware of, but the fact is that that over the years, over the last seven years, the attempts on your life have gotten to the point where both you and your wife and your other family members have been at such risk that I had to be very careful what I said, including when you shared with me in 2018 and 2019 what was coming down the pike, which we now know was the pandemic. I had to not mm-hmm. say anything. I was warned by many of you in the White Hats do not say anything right now, Maggie, because then people will absolutely think you're crazy. And then when they realize that you were right, they're <laughs> going to get very angry. And so I had to stay quiet. But we were warning people. So those that were able to read between the lines knew in 2018 and 2019 what we were warning them of, Dan. And you were right 100%. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we wish we weren't. We yes. wish we weren't. We yes. weren't right. But. It's very important now that uh, to answer follow up on these last two questions is pressure needs to be put on Speaker of the House yes. uh, Johnson. We're going to find out very quickly, uh, regardless of party, uh, as a human being, whether or not he's honest and will release uh, all of this information. Because if he releases all of this information, it, it will overcome the media's control over people with fake narratives that, quite frankly, have just brainwashed people. Forget yes. Trump's mm-hmm. name. For, forget Trump's name. Look at his policies. They're trying to tell you he will start a war. Well, he didn't start a war. His policies were good. The economy did well. Inflation was down. I'll give you an example of, of, of President Biden and his handlers. President Biden would like you to believe inflation's at 2%. Now, 
how does he how does he come to that number? Okay, most most people know that that's ridiculous. Well, how did he come to that number? If when you calculate inflation, there are major sectors of the economy that they 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 add all these sectors together and and they come up with how much in, inflation is in general for the U.S. economy. However, when you, and this isn't just the Democrats, the Republicans have done it too. What they'll do is they'll come out and say, well, you know what, inflation's 2%, X auto, X uh, consumer staples, X technology. Well, if you take out the cost of gas inflation, uh, food prices, um, You take out the you take out the highest numbers that are forty percent inflation, and mm-hmm. you mix them up with some that have no inflation. Well, it's it's just a fake number using employment numbers. President Biden will say, and like I say, the Republicans do the same thing. They'll come out and say, "Well, Jesus, we have the the biggest growth in in employment and new jobs ever." Okay, well, how do you calculate that number? Well, that number is calculated by new jobs, people going back to work since the the COVID dropped everybody uh, from a job. So mm-hmm. as I told Matthew, Maggie in a conversation, the, the real way to calculate jobs is first, you have to get back to where people were before COVID. That's the break-even spot. No, now jobs over that, that's the increase. And we're yeah. nowhere near close to where where people were employed. And th- these hybrid jobs of people working at home and working in the office, uh, I can tell you that is not going to work. It, it, it is a failed concept. And you'll see more and more corporations mm-hmm. doing away, mm-hmm. away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, if, I want to I say something to the audience because um, there's two people that I think would benefit the audience to listen to. One is Tucker Carlson, when he's doing his interviews, whether you like him or not, he gets a lot of good guests on and they have a lot of knowledge. The other one is Elon Musk. Now, Elon speaks out a lot and some people don't like it when somebody speaks out a lot, they just They just don't for not really logical reasons. But the one thing Elon Musk is doing, and I'm not sure if people in the United States are aware of it, he's trying to save freedom of speech, not just as far as speech, but on the Internet, on on his X platform. There is almost no censorship. You know, the rude stuff and all that gets taken out. But. For the most part, he does not censor. He's fighting the deep state so that what I said about these daily fines for comments, posts, and threads, this man does not have to fight this fight. So in doing so, what he's created, and I tried to send him messages on this, is that he's created a situation where he's got half the deep state for him and half the deep state against him. They need him for SpaceX. And he's also doing something which in the intelligence world is classified, and I can't go into it. But um, he's a remarkable person. And I hope that people follow him regarding his trying to save freedom of speech, because without it, everything is lost. 
And I hope that makes sense. Uh, and that's not a Republican Democrat statement. It's a it's a United States um, statement. You know, everything we come to you with, we're, we're not for the Republican Party. We're not for the Democrat Party. We're for introducing truth that people can't get elsewhere. And honestly, with tremendous risk, we come forward when it needs to be done and it needs to be done right now. Thank you. Now we have another question. Um, the question is what about Trump's gag orders? Are you asking me or your audience? You. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a lawyer. I, so legally, honestly, I, I can't answer those legally. Um, I would question, and I'm not a lawyer. There are an order from a judge that is bought and paid for. Whether they're constitutional, I don't know. Um, it seems like, you know, they're taking away his civil rights, you know, for free speech. I don't know. I, I can't. Obviously, it appears that they don't want him to let the American public know what's really going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. The only reason you would gag somebody is because you don't want the truth to get out to the American people or the rest of the world. True. Right. That's absolutely that's absolutely true. They they can't they can't allow him to talk. If they had their way, they'd mock him up right now and not let anybody see him or talk to him. Well, um, that's another thing what they're doing to Julian. Julian's been locked up for over ten years, and both the British um, Britain will not charge him. And the United States is not charging him, but they want Britain to release him and extricate him here to the U.S. because the U.S. wants to lock him up to silence him. What they're worried is is the fact that he will tell the truth about what the CIA has been doing. And I would like to make a correction on that. We have verified documentation that the man who shot and killed Ashley Babbitt was also not only part of the NGO, but he was also a member of the CIA and trained and working for the CIA at the time that he shot Ashley Babbitt. So the thing mm. is, is that what we're discovering more and more as time's going by, and this is something Andy in Texas brought up, we now have the evidence to both you and Daniel and Francis, is that many of those law enforcement officers were deliberately shooting things into the crowd to stir up people and get them upset. And two of the mm-hmm. four other people that died in the crowd where we see CPR being done uh, was because of the fact is that they were actually having these things shot at him, and they ended up having strokes and heart attacks. And the third woman that died, she was trampled almost to death, and they tried to do CPR, and they couldn't save her. So I hold to blame Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and many of the, the NGOs that with the FBI and the CIA, because the FBI was mad at Trump because he was exposing the corruption within the FBI, I blame them. The blood is on their hands. They were the ones that caused that nightmare on January the 6th. And then, of course, they wanted to turn it on Trump. Like Daniel said, it was something that was in the plans and the making for many, many months before the incident. All of of that added to their narrative of their operation that Trump caused all this and therefore – He's an unstable person when oh, yeah. that's oh, absolutely yeah. not true. I'll and leave I'm gonna, everybody. I'm going to say a hint. I'm going to say a hint. This is very important. What people should be doing is 
somehow in those 80,000 hours, in addition to those, they should get copies of Nancy Pelosi's, Chuck Schumer's, Mitch McConnell's emails, particularly Nancy Pelosi's phone calls to the Capitol Police. And I'll leave you with something incrementally so valuable that if that's done, it needs to be done. I think people can understand what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. I also want to put out word, folks. Um, you can find it on the Gateway Pundit, P-U-N-D-I-T.com. Uh, the Gun Safe Manufacturer Liberty Safe. I'm asking you not to purchase any gun safes from Liberty Safe. The gun manufacturer, uh, safe manufacturer Liberty Safe, just gave the FBI access code to a protester safe who was arrested at gunpoint, okay, because he was somehow involved in the January 6th Capitol event. So Liberty Safe, again, is now drawing scrutiny after complying with an FBI request to provide the combination to a safe owned by Nathan Hughes. Nathan Hughes was present at the January 6th Capitol event. So folks, Keith and Kevin Hodge, known as the Hodge twins or conservative twins, have broken the news revealing that their friend Hughes was arrested in Fayetteville, Arkansas, August the 30th. The duel pointed out the contrast between the treatment of Hughes and the members of groups like BLM and Antifa, questioning the motivations behind such actions of the FBI. I'm gonna let you wrap up. Go ahead, Daniel. Well. I want to kind of prove that when we say something, our group, we are not a political party and we purposely stay away from that. There are good things about, you know, pretty much everybody if they're being honest, but the person who has a tremendous amount of knowledge that is being purposely blackballed with no secret service uh, help and has more knowledge in all these NGOs, and he grew up in this business, is Robert Fitzgerald Fitzgerald Kennedy Jr. People should listen to what he has to say because his information is accurate. And that's why we're saying his information is 100% accurate. Thank you very much, Daniel. Thank you very much for coming on the show, folks. Make sure you listen to Robert F. Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr., because his information is accurate. I want to thank you, Daniel, for coming on the show very much. And I want to thank Andy. And I want to thank Andy in Texas and Francis in North Carolina for their questions. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. I hope I helped people. Thank you, Daniel. Oh, you did so much. And we all learn so much every time you come on. Let's have you back. We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. 
go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply clean foods. Do it today. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.